Well, welcome to the Spine Dynamics podcast brought to you by the DMT Institute International. I'm Richard Miller, the host, and in this series we'll chat to Peter Ottens, who's the president of DMT and an expert in traction exercise. Peter, welcome to your very first podcast. Thank you very much, Richard. Uh, pleasure to be here. Oh, it's good to have you. Now, of course, I'm just the mere host and you're the expert. Today's podcast is called Prevention is Better Than the Cure, which we'll, we'll get to the point of that very shortly. But just first up, we'd love to know more about your business. What is DMT? What does it do? And what is Spine Dynamics? Well, DMT is a medically developed program. The whole purpose of it is to help prevent uh, injury in the first place and then if there is a lot of injury to help prevent surgery in the long term so it's a medically developed program by a doctor in america and um, it involves a very overlooked area of physiology which is the spinal disc yeah. and joint systems they get over compressed so it involves traction exercise which i'm pretty well an expert in the field in the world on mm. that topic um, the problem is with, say, with bodybuilding or in this, even like dancing, etc. There's a lot of pressure on the tissue, even from an early age when they begin training. That sometimes in ballet they can start training at two, three, four years of age, and yeah. in gymnastics is the same. So, elasticity is a critical factor which we look at in the program, which is often overlooked. Um, when people train, they work on flexibility for the muscles and strength for the muscles. But in the process, a lot of pressure is put upon the spinal disc and joint systems, cartilages of the knee, etc. Which seems, it seems obvious when you say it, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, you, you would notice, Peter, I am not an elite athlete. Um, and so, you know, it, 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 but I do know, of course, that, that muscular strength and everything else is, the, is, is often the, the thing that people focus on the most. But, of course, the, the spine and the bones are critically important. Yeah, that's correct. And the problem is a lot of athletes or performers get pushed to the limit. They often are caught up in a, uh, overtraining. They probably train too much and yeah. they don't get enough recovery time. So it's okay for the muscles and bones. They can normally recover during sleep. But if you have, say, tight musculature from, say, if you landed heavy in football or dancing, you fell, and then you have some muscle spasm. So while you're sleeping, the disc, there's still a lot of pressure on the spinal disc tissue and it doesn't get time to rehydrate as, yeah. it, as it should. And so what, why, why do people overlook this area so, so much as they do? I think si simply because in competition and performing, the focus is on the end result of the performance or if you're a bodybuilder to lift a certain amount of weight. Mm. So continually the focus is on training, training, conditioning and more training and more conditioning. And I think people tend to think the body just recovers from sleep yeah. or from being youthful, etc. Sure. But that isn't necessarily the case. Hence, we invented the inversion machines. So we're the original innovators and originators of inversion traction exercise. Tell me more about that. So what, what does, to, to a complete novice, what does inversion mean? Uh, we can invert simply by standing on your hands, but you're still under compression, spinal compression. So inversion is taking it a step further by the doctors invented 
boots with hooks on so you can hook onto a bar and just simply hang from your feet as opposed to hanging from your arms. I guess hanging from your arms is also a form of traction, but you're limited by how, how long you can actually yes. hang onto the bar. Eventually, mm. about 30 seconds or perhaps two minutes might be the limit. Yep. With hooks on your feet and then inverting, you get more traction or opening up more vacuuming on the spinal disc and the joints itself. Sure. And and that and that um, that stretch, I guess, for want of a better term, that that it that it creates that that's created with pure gravity and body weight, I suppose. Yes, because the actual uh, term is gravity facilitated traction. Yeah, you can have simply go to physiotherapists and have traction on a traction table. Yeah, the medieval have. style thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the problem is that you're stuck in that very limited position of you have a big corset around your chest and one around your hips and they pull your, open up your lower back. Yeah. And, but you can't do any mobilising, you can't rotate or flex or extend the spine. The beauty now with gravity boots, and then we invented the oscillation device where it's a seesawing effect, so it's intermittent traction. So you go from an upright position where you have compression on the spine and then by taking your arms back above your head, it changes the weight balance at the center of gravity, which is around your hip mm. section. And then you start going into an inverted position. And then you start getting a vacuuming effect on the spinal disc itself. Yeah. And that's scientifically proven. And that's where you get a drawing effect of the tissue fluid back into the disc center, which is a liquid surrounded by a casing, a fibrous casing. Oh, yeah. So um, with exercise, conventional exercise, you're squeezing the disc all the time with dancing because you're jumping and leaping. And, and as you land, you're increasing, almost tripling the body weight pressure on that spinal disc. So you're getting three times the amount of loading every time you land. For example, with a lady who weighs 120 pounds, which is about 50 kilograms, mm. um, goes jogging. Yeah. Uh, every step she takes, she's creating 360 pounds of inertia force on the spine wow. because you have a lifting effect of the legs which is driving you up to take a step mm. and then you have the drum weight of the torso. You've got two uh, body parts actually coming together. So there's inertia until the torso lifts from the hips upwards. There's a delay time so there's more squeezing or squashing effect upon the desk. Sure, disc. yeah. So in ballet, et cetera, with dancers, um, the same as because they're leaping quite high and uh, being thrown up into the air by the male dancers yeah. and then they have to land as well. So there's actually even more inertia. So a problem I've seen within the retired dancers is hip replacements, uh, hip injuries, et cetera, are quite prominent. Right. When I did my initial training in America, we had a dancer in from Europe. She was only 26 years of age. And yet she was looking at a hip replacement. So wow. we worked on her for two months, eight hours a day for two months. And yeah. then that prevented the need for the hip replacement. Sure, yeah. So it shows what actually can be done. Plus we have x-rays in even elderly 65, 70-year-old uh, people showing full regeneration of the cart yeah. cartilage in the hip joint, which is often not even known to be done. Sure, and even remineralization of the bone itself is is 
is the male body or the female body affected more or less than the other by this or or is it in equal there's no difference i guess in in terms of how this can affect a male or a female body it would be equal there'd be no difference whether mm. you're male or female i think we're allowed to still call people <laughs> well or female. are they them or <laughs> whatever the term <laughs> Um, so if you look at karate instructors or martial arts instructors, it's common in instructors. There's a 75% um, hip replacement uh, um, uh, need in instructors because there's right? so much pressure on the hip joints. And they're obviously they're doing it multiple times a day and teaching classes and what have you. So Yes, yeah. yes, because they don't get enough recovery time again. They, they've got to stick to their class routines and um, yeah. it just shows how much trauma yep. can accumulate. It's an accumulation of fatigue, which is really what it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fatigue is probably the name we use as opposed to aging. Sure. For example, the ballerina we worked on who was only 26, that wasn't aging. She no. did in probably 10 years is what a normal person would do in 50 years. Yeah. So we don't look at ageing as the actual prob uh, cause. No. We look at fatigue where the body doesn't get enough recovery time. Yeah, it's the amount of work you've put the body to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But if well, that's why we built these machines, so your body can recover from the activity. Like if you're going to do a lot of running or even farming or a taxi driver sitting yeah. all day, you can use these machines then to help the spinal disc and hip recover, help. Yeah. vacuum to draw the fluid back into that area and i suppose that was my next question is we, we've talked a little bit about athletes it, it, who else benefits from the machine everybody to agree there are certain people who cannot use inversion there's certain um, birth defects etc and often if the person has that they know they've got that yeah so it's not a big thing to be scared about sure uh, the big deterrent, often when people first go upside down, they feel quite a bit of pressure inside their head. Yes. And that's not a bad thing. It just shows you do need inversion to get more blood into the brain. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if you were an astronaut, like with the International Space Station, a common thing initially is the full head feeling. And often they need to take nausea tablets, etc., because yep. it's a common dilemma. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just if you look at a body position over a timeline from when we're young to when you know we're older uh it's just vertical 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 all yeah. the time we have that short time of sleep yes but uh that's why you look at varicose veins it's the pooling of blood into the lower extremities and we don't have the pooling of blood up into them it's the head of course yeah yeah and so it's a need we have if you look at the birth of a baby uh, the last trimester of pregnancy, the baby, the fetus is upside down. Yes. The head is stuck in the woman's pelvic cavity yep. for three months. And that's an actual physiological need for the baby. Yep. The, the brain must be force-fed. It's the biggest growing, most important organ of the body. Um, I've had women who have had uh, breech births and mm -hmm. there's often a little bit of mental, uh, what's the word? Um, a bit of anxiety or... Or injury from the breech birth, from the baby not being inverted. They're, oh, I see. They're yep. horizontal within yes. the womb. And it can cause uh, you know, mental defects, etc. Um, so it's very important that we do have a lot of blood flow to the brain. So yeah. it's not a bad thing. Because a lot of people say, you know, if you're meant to hang upside down, you'd have hooks on your feet or something. <laughs> you'd be Batman. But we already start <laughs> off upside down. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um 
Is the, the so the, the machine itself is this is this a patented machine? Is this something that that is exclusive to yourself? Uh, yes, yeah, fully patented, and mm. we have new patents coming out. Um, yeah, as is the original machine, uh, the doctor originally invented the clamp system, but he rejected that design because it puts uh, more pressure on the ankle. It doesn't fully surround and support the ankle, so we use a gravity boot, which yep. the doctor invented. Um, so there are a lot of copies out. That's not to get um, just understand the difference. Yeah. Uh, our machines have patents and certain design features which make them very easy to use, that more well-balanced, etc. Yeah. Um, so the big thing is support of the ankle when you are hanging because you have full body weight hanging from the ankle itself. So you get a slight decompression of the ankle joint, uh, decompression of the knee and decompression of the hip, yeah. which means unloading of the weight of the body and, and of course, the spinal mm. uh, column as well. So it's the original and best. It is. It still is. <laughs> Tell us a bit about your background, Peter. What, what what have you done in your in your in your past? Um, well, I come from farming originally, and that's often a heavy load on on the spine, just with workload, mm. etc. But I actually injured my spine in high school track and field, so I was a champion for about six years in my area. I wasn't state champion or world champion. Yeah. Before the area, I was um, I was the best there was. So I broke all the records in 100 meter sprint, 100 meters hurdles, uh, long jump, triple jump. No one loves an overachiever, Peter. Yeah. Never stop showing off. <laughs> <laughs> but then coming off a high jump, I fractured my spine. I did a, a, a compression fracture in my all four vertebra. And I didn't discover I had that until I was 17. Right. So the injury happened when I was 11. So I still competed and still uh, achieved you know, pretty well. Mm. Um, so then at 27 years of age, the doctors I was working with thought I'd 15 years of, uh, professional help with my back, mm. sometimes three times a week. Uh, but at 27 years of age, they thought I'd be in a wheelchair by the time I was 30. That's yeah, how right. my bad my back was. It was getting pretty bad. And, um, then I got to try these machines and it was within a week I could sprint again. Whereas before to work from here to the other side of the room, I'd have to grit my teeth. It was, it was just constant pain. So you understand better than most how it feels to, to be in the situation. Yeah, so I mm. do know what pain feels like. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people who may study to be a professional, they may have never experienced pain. Of course, yeah. And see, if you are a professional, sometimes there's one to 200 to 300 different techniques to choose from. And mm -hmm. if you come out of university, you think, now which one are we going to go for? So um, a lot of people may not think that inversion or DMT, which is, is a whole physical therapy program as an adjunct to mm. it, as well as the traction. So we use other different machines as well, mm. which can be used within physiotherapy and chiropractic. Mm. So, yeah, that is a benefit that I know that pain is real. Yeah, absolutely. I've yeah, had, you've lived it. I've had clients come to me and the doctors told them it's all in their head and they're sort of in tears. Mm. Um, but it's not. It's, it's real, real pain. Absolutely. So we, we talked at the start about um, prevention being better than the cure. It's obviously a commonly understood phrase and we, we kind of know what that means. But in the context of this, how, how does your system help that prevention? Well, the beauty of where I want to take this is into the younger athletes. So say if you look at ballet, they can start at three, four, five years of age. Mm. And so they're starting very young, but they can accumulate quite a bit of 
impression stress on the body from an earlier, even though they're very youthful and they recover very quickly, it can accumulate as trauma. So my aim is to get into them into the system when the dancers are around there, say 12, 13, 14, even 16, 17 years of age. Okay, yeah. When they, to help prevent the accumulation. So to get them put into dance studios, etc. cetera. Mm. Um, and you often don't know you have any compression until you've actually hung upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would then you think, oh, that feels really good. Or you can feel the release in your yeah. spine. So because I've seen so much trauma in the retired dancers, which really frustrates me, if they would have used them earlier, it would have prevented a lot of ongoing accumulative trauma yeah. and there wouldn't have been the need specifically for perhaps um, hip replacements, etc. Yeah. So, yeah, my focus is on so the dancer can deliver the service to the community by entertaining, but the sad thing is to see them then not have a retired life Absolutely. suffering with joint pain and hip pain. So that's my goal, to bring it in early, prevent a lot of that uh, early injury, and so they can still go through life without then real degeneration happening in the tissue. Yeah, and, it, and isn't it amazing how, and, and I do feel that this is a, a product of society these days, how we, we live in such a, a, a world where everything's lived in the moment and, and we don't really give much. That's why young people don't worry about superannuation funds and all that kind of, that's, that's ages away. But, you know, you're going to regret that at some point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just, you've got to think ahead. Mm. And uh, a lot of them would think it's possibly negative thinking to think of what injury may happen, but you've yeah. got to realise the impact. Uh, it's pure physics, really, Yes, that gravity has upon our body. Yeah. And it does does accumulate. It's like if you wear shoes, you don't go to bed with your shoes on. Of course, Otherwise, yeah. your feet would start swelling. Yeah. And it's not, not a thought system. It's just real physics. Your body has to get the circulation back into the feet or legs again. Of course it does. So the spinal disc is under huge impact. It's got two solid bony, or you look at the entire number of vertebrae you have, um, but specifically the L5-S1, L4, L5, which is your lower mm. vertebrae that we're taking a lot of your loading. Mm. They've just got two whole solid bony surfaces squeezing the disc together. Mm. And mainly the disc is very, very tough material. I was speaking to a surgeon just recently. I went to visit him, you know, I sat in with a, with a client of mine, and he said, in surgery, they've actually got to get a wedge and a hammer to actually, the pressure holding that vertebrae together is so tight. Yeah. When they do a surgery, they've got to force it with a hammer and a virtually wedge to open up. That's how tight the spinal disc is. That sounds pretty scary. So, and that's why it needs, you need to decompress, you know, quite frequently to let, to let that release. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about a... a tissue which has lost its elasticity again going back to our claim to fame as elasticity yeah. keeping that tissue elastic whereas in that situation that tissue surrounding the disc and disc tissue had become very short and tightened so yep. it had lost its a lot of its stretchiness sure so hence they have to use very dramatic methods but it's good to see how it can become like that yeah if you don't look after that tissue absolutely and so dance studios are really the people who need to be getting in touch with you for this uh, definitely yeah sort of it's dancers instructors or the individual dancers themselves they yep. can come see me directly or the ultimates for a dance instructor teacher to put a system in place within mm -hmm. that studio we set up 
DMT Studios. Uh, So it's part of their program. And that's where in some of my advertising I say, I explain how the long-term accumulation trauma can lead to like hip replacements that if we can introduce um, our technique. Uh, so it's just inserting, it's like a, if you look at a piece to the pie and mm. as there's a little piece to the pie, there's lots yep. of other things they use for training as well. We just bring in that little extra piece and yep. it can prevent a lot of um, discomfort in the future. In the future. Peter, how do people get in touch with you? Um, they can call me directly on my um, mobile. Um, they can contact me through my website. Uh, my website is DMT Institute International, and that will lead you directly to my contact information, which has my phone number, etc. My direct mobile yep. was zero four one six one seven eight zero one two, and you can speak directly to me. Mm-hmm. And was that DMT? institutesinternational.com.au or just .com? Oh, yes, sorry. Uh, just simply .com. .com. Because it's international, of course. It is. It is. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Peter, it's uh, an absolute pleasure and, and extremely interesting to hear about all of that. Um, uh, I think that uh, it, it was a really informative, uh, in, informative discussion. Is there anything else that you want to cover off during the course of this particular episode? No, that's uh, covered it pretty well. That's I think so. So let's get these dancers into your system and let's uh, start avoiding some of the stuff that uh, can cause issues down the track. Yes, definitely have an injury-free dancer. Oh, that would be awesome. Um, this has been the Spine Dynamics Podcast brought to you by DMT Institute International and I've been joined today by Peter Ottens, who is the president of DMT and an expert in traction exercise. For more information, go to DMT international.com DMT Institute that's the way (laughs) I told you this would be raw DMT Institute international.com thank you very much we'll see you next time